Hello, listeners. Yo. NBA season preview podcast. This is back. Off the Grid. It's back. Boy, by Kanye West. We off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kid, kid, kid. Throw in my kid, kid, kids, have kids. Everything we did for the crib. Everything we did, how we live. All this smoke got a scent. All that smoke, Kevin sent. Everything I spoke, what I meant. Never disguise my attention. Lakers are title favorites. Nets are title favorites. Clippers aren't title favorites. Oh, we're going to get into it. We off the grid, 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 grid. We'll let a little bit play. We off the grid, 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 grid. I'm off the grid. I feel better already. Welcome to episode 112 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with my podcast soulmate, a good friend of mine, Mr. Alec White. Al, how are you? Doing real good. Okay, good. I'll say you're staring at the ceiling. I didn't say anything yet. <laughs> no, I'm do, give it, us... do it real good, sir. Oh, do, sir. <laughs> no longer. Oh, God. I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Overcast listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you very much. I also want to let you guys know I have free podcast hats. If you guys would like a free podcast hat, hit me up on Instagram at BlakeMayfield23, and I'll be sure to get one out to you ASAP. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to our sponsor, JBL Hardscapes. Are you in need of a new patio, outdoor kitchen installation, new driveway renovation, or any retaining wall? Look no further than JBL Hardscapes. With over 24 years' experience in the trade, JBL Hardscapes provides workmanship for domestic and commercial markets. Contact JBL Hardscapes at 707-260-9151 and ask for Derek to get that dream project finished that you've always wanted. Again, that is 707-260-9151. And without further ado, man, let's get into the business. So the NBA season tips off tonight. If you guys are hearing this, it might be later on tonight, Tuesday the 19th, or it might be Wednesday. Whenever you're listening to this, it's totally fine. We have the Nets and Bucks at 4.30 uh, Pacific time on TNT. And then Lakers Warriors from, I think, Los Angeles. I think it's in L.A. at 7 o'clock. The arenas are full. Uh, There is a vaccine mandate, which is totally fine. And... I'm looking forward to just hearing fans in the stands. I know there was fans yeah. during the finals, but the Lakers having all their fans back is going to be super dope. Mm-hmm. Warriors-Lakers, one of the bigger rivalries in basketball right now. Let's get into this, though, man. Speaking of vaccine mandates, Kyrie Irving has refused the COVID-19 vaccine and is now basically not being allowed by Sean Marks and the rest of the Brooklyn Nets organization to not play for them this season. The city of New York has a mandate in place to where if there are events going on with more than, I think, 25 or 30 people indoors, something like that, everyone has to be at least partially or fully vaccinated, to which Kyrie Irving is not. Kyrie has gone on the record by saying that he is doing it to give voice to the people to, giving a voice to the people that, are losing their jobs, people that are losing their livelihoods over the fact that they refuse to get the vaccine and it is mandated by companies such as Southwest Airlines, who's having a fucking humongous debacle right now. They're losing pilots left and right, flight attendants. Uh, Tyson Foods, that produces the majority of the chicken and pork here in the America, uh, Jesus Christ, I can't even talk. Here in America, uh, they're the second largest meat processing plant in the country behind JBS. Uh, all their workers have to be vaccinated as well. It's a big fucking deal. I'm not trying to get political, but Kyrie... He's always in some sort of controversy. This one, I kind of feel him on. But Al, you're my guest. I'm going to let you go first. Um, what do you think about this whole Kyrie thing and why? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, it's one of the bigger issues in our in our country right now. Um, 
and like I've told you, like I don't, you know, I don't have a problem with like people voicing their opinions and wanting to, you know, you know, it's it's their choice, and that's that's part of what makes our country great is that it's their that one person's choice. Um, we're just at a point in what's going on where you know sometimes in some situations you don't you don't necessarily get the choice. Um, for Kyrie Irving, I mean, as far as like the Nets go, I I totally understand why they did it you can't have a player who's only going to play half the games like it throws off every single whatever that goes on with your team because he would he wouldn't be able to play any home games he'd only be able to play certain away games um and i feel like it's just so hard to plan okay he can play this game this game this game so we're going to change our game plan that game that game that game um i don't know it's kind it's kind of something like i don't necessarily have too much on because everyone has their own opinions um like i said I, i get both sides of it um, you did say he is a bad teammate, probably the worst in the league. That I that I I do agree with that. Elaborate. I mean, even just before this this co the COVID um, thing that he's going through right now, like it just seems like he's always in some sort of thing that's distracting towards his team. Um, I mean, he totally blew up Boston. Let's not let's keep it a hundred percent right there. He blew that shit up. I don't know what happened, but that team was a lot better once he left. Um, they were I better mean, the season he was injured. Huh? They were better the season. They went to game seven with LeBron yeah, in TD I, Garden. Yeah, I just – I he he blew up in Boston. I don't know what happened in Boston, but he something happened. A lot of the te- the players on the team said they don't want him back. They didn't want him anywhere near that facility. Um, I don't – and it's hard for me to say he's a bad teammate because I've never been in the locker room with someone and I don't – want to pull a Dan Orlovsky and try and ridicule someone's character without, you know, knowing anything about it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I, I just don't feel like he's a great teammate. He's obviously a great basketball player and one of the better players in the league. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have too much more on it than that, honestly. I think he's one of these guys that he doesn't talk all that much, but somehow he's always in some sort of controversy. I, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, before this vaccine mandate, the... Biggest controversy I can remember, and there's been a lot of in between the Celtic thing you brought up, but the biggest one was that he said the earth was flat. Like, the thing with Kyrie is that it's dumb shit. Yeah. It's always dumb shit. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, it's not all his fucking fault. And I'm going to elaborate on, on the COVID vaccine thing here in a minute, but I want to talk about Kyrie, the character, a little bit. And how much character I think he actually does have. I think Kyrie is maybe one of the smarter guys in the league. I know he only did one year in college. Look, you don't have to be book smart to be a smart person. I think that personally, and this is why I've always given him a free pass. I think personally, rest in peace, when Kobe passed, that really did something to his spirit and soul. I, I, so I really absolutely think that it hurt him. It changed him. I know that he is really close with his dad, so at least he has a father figure in his life. I don't want to get too much into his personal life because it brings up a lot of stuff for people, but I don't think he ever knew his mom or she passed away when he was young. A lot of trauma going on in this dude's brain, okay? There's a lot of shit going on in Kyrie Irving's head at all fucking times. I think this guy is very intelligent. I think he's very smart. I think he knows exactly how to manipulate the media, you know, and that's why he's always in some sort of controversy. The Celtic thing, I'll give it to you. That team, I mean, look at the results. 2018, they go to Game 7 against LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were a few LeBron clutch baskets away from getting to the NBA Finals that year. The next season, they lose in five to, not Toronto, to uh, Milwaukee. And Kyrie was playing in that series. Kyrie's always hurt. So that's fair. You know, his health, it's its questionable at best. A lot of surgeries, a lot of stuff going on. 
But and this isn't a fair point because anyone could be able to counter this by saying, well, if you're not if your heart's not in it, then don't play. I think Kyrie's heart left two different times as far as basketball is concerned in his life. When they won in 2016, because he became a legend, he hit the shot, he, he reached the pinnacle. And I don't think MVPs and all that stuff kind of really matters all that much to him. I think that title means a lot to him. Like, okay, I, I reached the top. This is what it feels like. Awesome. The next season, he wants to get the far fuck away from LeBron. For whatever reason, we still don't really know. It's still not all the way clear. He reached out a couple years later and apologized to him. So maybe it was something on his end that he knew he did wrong. It sounds like it was. And LeBron, you know, he said he talked to him and he admitted some things he did wrong. That's how life goes, man. Sometimes you say things or do things you don't mean at the time. You realize what you had together. Um, I'll give you this. LeBron's ability to handle Kyrie Irving for three years like that, pretty... I mean, we got to give LeBron. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be able to handle that, it's pretty. I mean, LeBron's got some good leadership qualities. I know people say whatever they think about him in the game. He's a crybaby. He's not Jordan. He's too political. Space Jam sucked. It did. But as far as that goes, the Kyrie LeBron thing, LeBron deserves some credit right there. His heart left after that 2016 title and after Kobe passed. I'd agree. With Those that. are two indisputable facts, in my opinion. Let's go to present day. He doesn't want to get the vaccine. He says he's standing up and giving a voice to people who are losing their jobs to people who do not want to get it. I'll admit on this public platform that I do not have either shot, do not plan on having either shot. Um, I take vitamins. I boost my immune system. I'm not afraid of it. I understand if you want to go out and get it. I know plenty of people that have diabetes. They've had you know dialysis. They've had cancer. They've had it, stuff like that. I get it. This is one of those things that and I, I'm trying not to go CNN, Fox News over here, but it's going to be a little tough. It's one of those things where, man, they've never done this shit for the flu shot, ever. They've never said you got to have a flu shot to enter Golden 1. They've never fucking said that in the United States. They have never said you got to get the polio vaccine to be able to go somewhere. Now, polio is way in the past. It makes sense. Um, you know, it, it came out, I think, in the 50s or the 60s, the vaccine did. I think as kids, we get that either way, like, like right after birth. It's just one of those things that they know is effective and works. My beef with the vaccine itself there's not enough research, man. I believe in science. I, I mean, I've been waiting a while to come in here and say this shit because I feel like whenever I start talking about it, I sound like a hater. I sound like a conservative. I sound like a Trumper lover. I'm not none of those things. I get these things called allergy shots. I know this is so compelling for everyone, but it's basically, I'm allergic to grass and stuff like that a lot. Um, so I get shots once a week to help with, you know, as far as fighting off allergies when they do arrive, especially in the springtime. It's bad. It's bad. Is it fully effective? No, my allergies are horrible in April and May. But there's research on allergy shots that go back at least a half a century. I'm fine with that. This COVID vaccine, man, where the fuck did this shit come from? I know the Trump campaign and the administration did Operation Warp Speed in 2020. They dumped billions of fucking dollars into science and came up with three vaccines in nine months. Which, granted, I mean, there's been complications. People have passed away from certain things after getting it. You know, a lot of people were older when they got it. but And it's unfortunate, but... For the most part, it seems like there's been a big success rate. But the fact that it's a mandate, I don't understand that in the NBA. The NFL doesn't have a mandate. They probably will next year, I'd imagine. You think so? I think so. The NBA is full of top world-class athletes. Here's where I don't understand it. These guys are in the best shape of shape. They eat right. They eat healthy. I'm sure they drink the fucking kale smoothies and the juice like Tom Brady, the avocado ice cream, the fucking ginger root, the, the, the turmeric, the, the orange juice. They do all the shit they got to do because you got to stay and be in shape. These guys all are fucking big muscles. They can run for hours on end, not stopping. It's crazy. So the fact that these guys need to have a, a vaccine, a little odd. 
Seems a little political, but boy, is there no fucking sport that is more political nowadays than the NBA. And that's one of the drawbacks of Adam Silver's tenure. We're not getting into that today. Way too fucking political. Anyone that stopped watching basketball because of that shit, don't blame them. We'll never argue with you on that. Kyrie is doing the right thing. And that's something I haven't heard a lot of because, let's be honest, Al, people are afraid of losing their jobs. People work for these big-ass corporations like Disney, CBS, Fox, which is owned by Disney, 20th Century Fox, or 21st Century Fox, um, maybe it's 20th Century, sorry, is owned by Disney now. All these corporations are under one big-ass umbrella. Disney's got a vaccine mandate. To go to Disneyland, you got to have both shots. Totally fine. I, I never need to go there ever fucking again. If people want to go, do as you may. Kyrie's doing the right thing here. Not the fact that he's standing up for everyone else, but he's standing up for what he believes in. And... People are going to make him out to be this weird martyr kind of guy. And I'm not even going to disagree with the fact that Kyrie's trying to be a martyr. Because I think somewhere deep down, he kind of is trying to be one. Like a Martin Luther, like a Malcolm X. He's trying to be this guy that, man, if they kill me, if they if they kill my reputation, boy, I'm going to be a fucking legend. He might not even be wrong. But let me go through. So some guy posted a comment. I know this is from a random stranger on the internet, but he posted a comment and I saved it because it was going to help my argument. And this is, this is stuff you cannot dispute. Stephen A and all these guys coming out. Fucking, I know Stephen A said he's fully vaxxed. Totally fine. He works for Disney. You kind of got to be to be in the building. They, they, the ESPN studio is in New York. New York has a full city mandate to where you can't enter a building with more than 25 people unless you have both shots. Kyrie Irving, selfish question mark. He bought George Floyd's mama home. That's a fact. He donated $1.5 million to the salaries of WNBA workers, not players, workers. That's a fact. He donated 323,000 um, meals to feed families during the coronavirus shutdown from March to July of last year. That's also true. I, I looked all these up individually. He donated school supplies to 25 teenage Kenyan girls. Also 100 book bags with personal care items to teens and young adults at Newark's Covenant House Shelter. Newark is a place in New Jersey. I think it's the capital of the state of New Jersey. Very small. Um, and a house shelter is... is uh, um, uh, Fuck, man. What's the... Uh Lord have fucking mercy. It don't even matter. It's a place where it's a foster home. It's a foster home. He donated a bunch of meals and school supplies for the kids over there. There's stuff that I am fucking positive Kyrie Irving has done. And he's not the only guy. I'm not making him seem like he's the only guy that does shit like this. But there's plenty of things I'm sure he has done to where it shows me he's a good person. And he'll fight yeah, and stand up for absolutely. what he believes in. Kyrie, I know he took a sabbatical in the middle of the season after the Capitol riots. That was a big thing. No one on the Nets knew what was going on. Look, that's wrong. Yeah. Kyrie should have said something. I'm not going to bail this motherfucker out at every single stop. Because first of all, I don't have to. I have nothing invested in the Nets or Kyrie himself. Just from afar, I just kind of like that there's a guy like this in the NBA, man. For every LeBron that tells me how bad cops are and tells me how, you know, certain people are victims and tells me all this shit, we have a Kyrie who stands up just for what he believes in and I don't feel he's pushing a certain agenda. The fl the Earth is flat bullshit. It's, it's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. He probably shouldn't have said it. He said he was half joking, half serious. I mean, even Curry went on, I think, the same podcast, the Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry's podcast like a, a year or two later and said the same thing, and he was kidding around. Kyrie, I don't know if he actually believes that. And let's be honest, I don't give a fuck if he believes that shit. Yeah. My head's going to hit the pillow tonight, and I'm going to be out. Yeah. I don't care. Kyrie, I respect you. You're never going to hear this, but I respect what Kyrie Irving is doing. Everyone's too afraid of losing their fucking jobs, whether it's TV, radio, Netflix, whatever the fuck. Everyone is too afraid of losing their jobs. I'm telling you this right now. We're getting a Kyrie Irving documentary in 20 years, and it's going to be fucking fire. It's going to be phenomenal. 
First overall pick in 2011 after nine games at Duke. He turns into Uncle Drew. That's going to be a fun story. He works with Pepsi. He did the movie a few years ago. I don't know if the deal is still around. He hasn't done those commercials in a few years, but it is what it is. He hits the shot of shots over the unanimous MVP, 73-9. and nine. We give LeBron all the credit, but damn it, Kyrie Irving deserves some of that too. Look, man, this guy is a legend in basketball. Teams up with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant goes wherever this guy goes. I think Kyrie Irving is a charming dude. I think he's charismatic as fuck. He'll make you believe in something that he believes in himself. He can compel you to see his side of the argument. I think it takes balls to go on Instagram Live and explain your position when everyone's been kind of talking for you and talking about you and you finally just want your thing to be out there a week before the season. Al, let's hit on your point because this has gone super left probably at this point. Him being a bad teammate, it's his choice, man. What's crazy about this, and I, I saw this on uh, some random tweet about a week ago. If the Nets still played in New Jersey, this isn't even a discussion. New Jersey is its own state. Yeah. I was unaware of this. If the Nets were still the New Jersey Nets, there's no mandate in New Jersey. The fact that Brooklyn is a part of the five boroughs of New York City in the state of New York, that makes it a whole fucking debate. Now, when they go play the Lakers and Clippers, which they're in the East, they only go see them in L.A. once a year. Sure, he misses two games. I'm sure another city's going to come out and do something. I'm sure Seattle's probably next. Mm -hmm. They're a very, if you will, left-leaning city um, that has those ideals and values. San Fran, another one, when they yeah. go to play the Warriors. So there's three games he can't play right there. But damn it, there's 82 games. You can play 79 of them. Cool. Kyrie's bound to miss games with injuries anyway. All these dudes get fucking hurt all the time. Even LeBron is getting hurt nowadays, and he's Superman. So, look, I know we're 17 minutes in. We spend about 15 now on Kyrie. I'm getting long-winded here, and I'm about done. I just want to wrap up and say this. I'm not anti-vax. I don't plan on getting it. I need some more research done. Guys like Jonathan Isaac, guys like Michael Porter Jr. that are getting fucking killed for not getting it, I don't understand why. This feels very agenda-pushed. It feels very forced. I don't know what's in the shot that is getting forced. If it's so good for everybody, why doesn't everyone just go get it? Why does it have to be forced upon us? That's where the red flags in my brain go off. I always joke that I'm a tinfoil hat guy. People call me tinfoil hat. Man, I make the tinfoil. I question everything around me. Because that's just who I am. That's who I've always been. I joke on here like I dropped on my head as a baby. Maybe I did. That's just how it is. Um, Kyrie, I respect it. Don't stop, by the way. Kyrie, don't fucking cave like A. Wiggins. That's someone I can't respect. And I get you need generational wealth in your family. Don't fucking come out here and start crying about how you got forced to take some shit. You didn't get forced to do nothing. Andrew Wiggins has pulled over $100 million in gross money in his fucking career. Man, if I make $500 a week work, you can make $50 million in your career work. I don't want to hear about how you got forced to do nothing. You wanted your $40 million and you want to keep your career going, which I respect. Don't play victim after you do it. That is fucking bullshit. Kyrie Irving, I, don't, I think he's standing his ground. And I don't think he's going to get traded. What's funny about this, Al, I think this whole mandate is not going to be back next year. I think it's a one-season thing. I really do. I think once the U.S. government, the powers that be, whatever you want to say, declares the pandemic is over, which they haven't yet. We all assume it's over because vaccines are out and things are slowing down and, and tests and stuff. People are still getting sick. But when they declare that, hey, it's over now. The CDC, it's over. It's done. COVID-19 pandemic, over. And they put in the history books 2020 to 2022 or whatever they put. It was a two-year-long worldwide pandemic. I think these mandates go the fuck away. And I think that's what Kyrie is waiting out for. And that's what a lot of people in the workforce in America are looking out for. Uh, you mentioned it up top in, in your um, thing you did, in your synopsis of the whole situation, that 
people feel a certain way about it being forced, but that's what America's built on, man. We're built on choice and we're built on hard work. That's where we got to where we are. And we can debate, and this is really political and I'm not going this far. We can debate if we're the greatest nation anymore. I mean, we've, we've lost two wars in the last half century, like legit lost them. And Cody won this year. That's pretty sad. But as far as the vaccine goes, man, it's fucked up that they're forcing it. Thank God my employer hasn't enforced it yet. And if they do, I'm leaving. I don't need it. I don't need it. Save the shots for the older people and save it for the people who need it that have cancer, that need dialysis, that got new kidneys, that need all sorts of stuff. Save it for them. I don't need it. I'm healthy. I wake up every day. I have no cough. I eat what I want. I never have any sort of health issues. I don't have diabetes. There's nothing wrong with my blood. I'm fine. Kyrie, I respect it. I'm getting the fuck off this topic now. Anything else you want to add on the Kyrie thing before we leave this, man? Um, yeah, I mean, there's something I did want to add. Um, God, I fucking I hate talking about this shit. Um, but like, I I don't agree with like the mandate at all. Like, I don't. I like I'll say I'm vaccinated. I have both my shots. I got them in April. Um, I got it to protect my family. I have a grandpa who's very, very, very immunocompromised. Um, both my parents, my dad got really sick from it, so I got it. Um, the thing, the thing that I hate most is that I don't, I don't, I don't really know how to say this, but that it's like people are acting like this virus is new. So, like COVID is SARS. SARS has been around for 50 years. They've been working on a SARS vaccine for 40, 30 years. Like I get like it got put into like fucking turbo mode when it actually came out, but it's because, you know, they didn't know which strain of it need like to treat. And now that COVID's out, obviously that's the one to treat. Um, but like I said, like I don't agree that it needs to be a mandate. I think that that's like violating people's choice. Um, do I think everyone should have it? Yeah, I mean, I, I do, but I'm not, I'm not one to speak for you. I'm not one to speak for Kyrie Irving. I'm not one to speak for Jonathan Isaac or whoever else doesn't want to get it. Because that, in my opinion, that's what makes our country great is that we have that choice. Um, that's really all I want to say. I mean, I, after fucking two years of talking about this, I just, <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm so I over know. it, man. I know. Like it's, it's, if you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't want to, don't. And like, if your work makes you get tested, then just take a test. I mean, I know some people don't want to get tested. Those tests fucking blow. Yeah. Um, I'm not even anti-test. I no, took, I, yeah. I took a test the yeah. other day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not, know. I'm not those things. And that's, and that's like, you know, I don't want, I just, I hate talking about it, man. It's been two years. Like, I just want to put this shit in the past. Yeah. That's, I, that's I think it's coming sooner. I think after this next winter's over, I'm hoping they, they kind of just are done with it. But yeah. I don't know, man. A lot of stuff has not made sense since the beginning. I do think it's a real thing. I've seen it be a real virus and a real thing. I'm not anti-vax. I, I mean, I, I took the TDAP in middle school. We yeah. had to take the TDAP. But if I was so anti-vax, man, I wouldn't get no damn allergy shots in my arms every single week. I'm not anti-vax. I take a vaccine every week. Yeah. I literally take a vaccine every fucking week. So I'm not anti-vax. I need more research. I don't need it. That's another thing. I respect your decision to get it. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, if people don't want to get it, I don't ridicule people for not wanting to get it. The problem is everyone gets lumped into this whole weird thing where, you know, they're they're Republicans and they're not vaxxed and they don't believe in this and they're piece of shits. And then if you are vaxxed, you're a fucking libtard and you're this and you're that. And I, I just, I don't, how did we get here? I don't know. Like, how? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how did we get this hateful? As a, it's very odd. And what's what sucks is that you mentioned that they've been working on uh, the vaccine for, I was unaware of that, for 30, 40 years. Yeah, SARS like has now. been around for forever. SARS I mean. has been around. And there was a SARS pandemic in 2004 and five. My grandma yeah. got the original SARS virus, almost fucking took her out. Yeah. Um, and she's a diabetic. So, you know, like that's that's a big deal. But 
Oh, fuck, where was I going with it? Oh, yeah. Uh, Operation Warp Speed was a thing where I feel like Trump did it, in my opinion, to try and get reelected. This isn't a CNN podcast. I'm leaving that opinion at that. He was trying to get reelected because why the fuck wouldn't you? And it didn't work out. Th- th- that's just where we're at with this whole thing. So Kyrie, he can do what he wants. But one last point, and then we are, we are fucking done yeah, with this. Yeah, absolutely. Kyrie can do what he wants, but the Nets have the right to tell Kyrie what they want to do with him. He's not their property, but he's their employee. The Nets employ Kyrie Irving, people. Yeah. If Tyson Foods employs you to kill the pig, if Southwest employs you to fly the plane and you don't want to comply, you don't have to. Do I agree with the mandates? No. But find a different job. My job yeah. hasn't told me shit. They haven't forced me to do nothing yet. Yeah. And if they do, well, then I might go find something else to do. I don't know. Yeah. Not every job has a mandate. People are freaking out about it. And look, I know this is how it goes. I mean, we go back to history in World War II. How did Hitler and the Nazis strip the Germans of all their rights? Slowly but surely over two decades. See, I'm not, I'm not even listening to that shit. Not doing anything, comparing it to like that. I'm not doing that. People think that's what's happening here. That's fucking, stu- that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> My great grandma was in the Holocaust. And if you actually compare what's happening now to the fucking Holocaust, I'm fucking blocking you on everything and never talking to you again. That's just plain and simple. People think that's what's happening here. I don't know. That's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I guess we'll see. But the Nets have the right. Yeah. The Nets have the right. And that's where I don't feel as bad. But Kyrie, man, I'm off it. The reason we have spent 20 minutes on this is because this is the team that's favorited to win the title. Yeah. I want to spend time on this for Jonathan Isaac. No. I want to spend 25 minutes on this for Andrew Wiggins. I would. What? <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. I'm spending 25 minutes on it because it's a, it's the biggest storyline in the NBA right now. Let's be honest. Unfortunately, it's gotten yeah. to this point. Sports are very political now as well. This used to be our escape. Now it's a part of the whole thing. But he's, like, the most important piece, I feel like. I don't know if KD uh, and Harden alone can get it done. They need this guy to go to the hoop and do his acrobatic fucking layup. Kyrie Irving is an amazing ball player. And that's why I spend so much time on it, man. So it is what it is. If people are mad about anything we said, fuck them. I don't think I said anything bad. I, I said my stance. You said your stance, especially with the last point you just made. If you don't respect it, that's fine. But yeah. if you want to be outraged or mad about it, I don't give a fuck. Let's move on, man. Finally. Fantasy basketball is somehow back. So I say somehow because unexpectedly it's back. Um, I'm happy to be commissioner for the second year in a row now. We did a league last year, kind of bullshitting, just kind of seeing how it would go in a Yahoo league. It was me, Seth, Al, shout out to Seth, uh, shout out to George, shout out to Matt, who's back this year, uh, Matt Cottle. He works um, at the pizza parlor with Seth and Steve and whatnot. And it was um, uh, Zach. It was Zach in there as well. So half the league is different now. It's me, Al, and Matt back again. But now there's Steve, there's Rick, and there is my dad, who I had to draft for. I didn't rig it. These guys were joking that I rigged it. My dad. Oh, it ain't a joke. My, my dad. I didn't rig anything. Um, I literally can't rig anything. <laughs> You know what's funny? I Now I kind of, I understand what Seth means. Because I used to think that you could rig the draft. You can't rig the draft. Like, even if you yeah. try it on ESPN or Yahoo, you literally cannot do it. So that's just, it's just something people say just to get under people's skin. But um, I'm a commissioner yet again. Unexpectedly, fast, uh, fantasy basketball is back, man. I'll, I'll let you go. You say you don't care about it. You drafted LeBron to piss me off. I did. So I... God, just just go. What do you think? Are you excited? Are you gonna play? Like, uh, come on, man! Don't tell me you don't care, and then I flip it to me for ten minutes. Don't do that. Um, uh, I drafted LeBron to sit on my bench all year. My team name is Team Braun on my bench. 
Is it, I didn't see that. It really is. I haven't checked in a few days. Let me it see is this. Team Braun on my bench all year. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, it's it's to me fantasy bas- basketball is just way too hard. It's too hard to keep up with every day. Um, I don't know. I we'll <laughs> oh see. We'll God. see how it goes, dude. No. <laughs> so why'd you play again? How about that? Because you needed a person. So you did it for me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're so nice. I don't want to hear shit about if you win again, though, because I don't well, give a shit. Okay. These guys, obviously, this has been a recurring theme, so I'm not rehashing it. These guys have been talking shit about my fucking ring all year long. Y'all played, man. Not really. You guys played. <laughs> you can't not give me credit, and y'all played. Man, if we're all playing horse, and just because you missed some shots, and you didn't try hard after a while, and I still win, that means my, my win don't count. Now, here's the thing. Not nearly as confident in this team as I am in my team last year. I thought I had the best draft overall. I made no trades. I did no free agent acquisitions or waiver wire stuff, basically. Fucking, it was the easiest shit I ever did in my whole fucking life. Easy as laying down and going to bed. This year, I don't feel the same, man. Here's my team. I have team guts this week, which is Steve. Here's my team. Here's my starting lineup for now. Westbrook at the point. Drew Holiday at shooting guard. DeMar DeRozan, small forward. I think he's going to have a big year. Uh, Jason Tatum. The only Celtic I'll ever fuck with is Jason Tatum. I, I fuck with JT so heavy. Uh, he's my power forward. Jokic. Nikola Joker, as uh, as Barkley calls him. Nikola Jokic is my center. He was my he was the first overall pick in the draft. I got first overall. Another reason these guys think it's rigged. I, I, I didn't decide that. Um, I did take Jokic. He was the only guy that had over 4,000 points in the ESPN League last year. He was MVP. He was the only player that had, um, I think it was, he beat projections by more than 1,000 points or something like that. He had a crazy fucking last year. There's really no one else besides maybe Giannis I take over him, but Giannis doesn't have as many assists. That was the thing that kind of made me on the fence. Jokic has the same amount of rebounds usually, maybe less points, but way more assists. Chris Paul at my guard. AD at forward. My utilities are my guy. My guy, Nikola Vukovic. Nikola Vucevic. Uh, he's fucking, he's a dog. He's a grubber. He's fucking amazing. Then I took two of Al's guys who I don't know if he was going to take him. He probably wasn't going to because he doesn't care about fantasy basketball. Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton. Both those guys helped me do a title last year. My team is actually pretty similar to who I had last year for the title. The only guys, and then on my bench, I have Rozier. I have Cade Cunningham because I think he's a good contender for rookie of the year. And I think I had the last pick in the draft. And then I took Kyrie because if he does get traded for some fucking reason, he's going to play and he's going to be good. And Kyrie, I think, was my very last pick. I wanted Clay Thompson. Steve took him. I was so fucking angry. I was so fucking upset. Al, I'm going to let you go. I can tell you're getting ready to talk. But the only guys that are different on my team are DeRozan, Tatum, Jokic, and AD. I think that's it. I think everyone else I had last year. So, Yeah, so, so uh, my team for uh, Team Braun on bench all year. Um, my starting lineup, I got my guy, De'Aaron Fox at the point. Okay. I got a SGA, who is a very, very good basketball player oh. at the shooting guard. Uh, at the small forward, I have Andrew Wiggins, my guy. Just, no. I don't give a shit about Andrew Wiggins. Fuck Andrew. Uh, power forward, Giannis. First, oh, for my first pick, obvious obvious choice there. Clint Capella at center, grubber, double-double machine. Um, rounding out the starting lineup, I got R.J. Barrett. Pretty good last year. I had him on the team last year. Just a solid amount of points every yeah, game. Yeah, solid. Uh, Christian Wood, who had a really, really good year last year before he got yeah. hurt. I picked him up. I actually really like him. Um, in the utility spots, I got... Lonzo Ball, who I think is actually going to have a good year in Chicago. I think so, too. I think they're going to let Lonzo be Lonzo, and I think Lonzo is going to play good. And then I have John Collins, who 
Should have a pretty big year next yeah, to Trey. Yeah, no, that was a great pick. Um, that was great. I forgot he's even on the board. And then my guy, Marvin Bagwell Ugh. Bagley the third. Excuse me. Yeah, that that <laughs> that guy. And then on my bench, I have uh, Rashawn Holmes, Grubber, absolute Grubber. Jonas Valanciunas, Grubber, double double. It's Jonas Valanciunas. Whatever, same thing. Miles Bridges, who I actually really like a lot. Um, Mitchell Robinson, who if he stays healthy is going to have a lot of points. Um, on my IR spots, I picked up Blake's favorite player, Kawhi Leonard. I also have uh, one Ben Simmons, who is in the news a lot today. Why is that? Uh, because <laughs> did you not hear about it? Mm. What are you doing with your hood? You're about to say LeBron's on your bench. No, I'm not. I'm getting ready. I'm talking about Ben Simmons. <sighs> All right, what, what happened to Ben? So today at uh, practice, uh, Ben Simmons didn't want to do any drills. <laughs> Doc told him, hey, come get in this defensive drill, and Ben basically said no. And Doc said, all right, you can go home then. And Ben dropped the ball and left. Um, and he go, they fined him like over a million dollars, and they suspended him for the first game, which I guarantee he doesn't give a shit about. And it's ugly in Philly. They need to trade him. Joel Embiid said we don't care about him anymore. He does what he wants. Um, basically said he's annoying as shit. Uh, it's ugly in Philly right now. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm, end of my bench, I have some scrub named LeBron. Not going to touch the lineup. Yeah, that's it. Why did you take LeBron James? So Blake Lee Mayfield could not take LeBron James. Why were you thinking about me doing your draft? Because I think it's hilarious. Why? Because you're the Blakers. I am unquote, the Blakers. But you don't have the biggest Laker of them all. That's a good name. That's a good fan. I got Westbrook. Doesn't I matter. got AD. Oh, street clothes? We talking about street clothes. Street clothes. Anthony he should have been the defensive player of the year in fucking 2019-2020. Knock it the fuck off, right? He is the main fucking reason we won that title. If you don't knock it the fuck off, he was by far the best defensive player. He averaged like three blocks a that's, game. That's not saying much on your guys' team. You guys don't have that many defensive players. When we won the title, our fucking defense was great. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my God. What's wrong with the Blakers name? What's wrong, oh, with, that? wrong with the Blakers name? I, say, I think that's kind of creative. No, I didn't say anything was wrong with that. It's yeah. Not- not as good as uh, Braun on bench all year, but. What do you expect from fantasy basketball? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Just say something. To win, I guess? I don't know. You expect to win? No. Good. I expect to sit LeBron on my bench <laughs> all year. So fucking petty, dude. It's, it's, he's literally just doing this because I celebrated my win. That's the only reason why. No, I'm doing it because it's funny. I and didn't it, even and celebrate. It make, and it makes you angry. But I didn't even celebrate. I didn't even get a trophy. I didn't get a fucking... I didn't get a chain. I mainly did it because I knew it would make you angry. Well, you took him in a decent spot. I think it was like second round or third round. I was like, oh, he might use him, though. No. So Because no, I knew if I didn't take him right there that you were going to. So no matter what I offer you, you will not trade me LeBron. No. I'm going to trade him to Matt. For who? Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton? Yeah. He's better at 16 than he is playing basketball. And that's why I want him. To Sext? Yeah. He's got to teach me some things. <laughs> teach me some things, dude. Jesus like Christ. Passed out right here. Seriously? There's a guy passed out? We're in the library right now. It's a very interesting place. I can't even. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's some heroin. Um, look, man. Let's do some eight seeds in the east, eight yeah. seeds in the west thing, yeah. and then we'll take our first break. Okay. So let's go to the east. Let's go to the east. It's a little less stacked, but there's still some elite motherfucking yeah. teams. Who do you have? Let's just go eight, one to eight. Or no, okay. let's go eight to one. I like that I like more. going one to eight better. You do? Yeah. But we finished with eight. Okay, it's right, like, right, okay, right. that okay. seems dog shit. Let's go eight to one. But I feel like one to eight's better because we know who's at the top, but at the bottom is where things kind of get interesting. 
I think the top you can, four you can go you can go one day. All right, you can go. You that go way. one day. I'll go eight to one. Okay. Okay. Who's going first? You. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're the guest. We're doing East first. Yeah, East. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. So in the eighth seed in the East, I have the Chicago Bulls. I think they're going to have a good year. It wouldn't surprise me if they actually eighth fin- seed. I wouldn't surprise me if they finished a lot higher, honestly. Okay. Um, Lord. I really, really like that team they built out there. Really, 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 really like it. Um, seventh seed, I got the New York Knicks. I'm not really sure how they're going to look this year. They got Kemba Walker. I do like Kemba. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not sure on the Knicks. They were one I was kind of think they'll be a fringe playoff team. Um, sixth seed, I got the Celtics. I think as long as you got Jason Tatum, I think you're going to be good. Um, they did. They got Dennis Schroeder, right? Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the Celtics at the sixth seed. At the five seed, I got the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I think they're a young, young up-and-coming team. I don't think they're a top-of-the-conference team yet, but I do think they're going to have a good year. Um, the fourth seed, I have the dumpster fire that is the Philadelphia 76ers. The high? Uh, I just think Joel Embiid's that dominant, and I think the rest of the team isn't bad. And figuring that they're going to trade Ben Simmons, you're going to get some impact players in return, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I got them at the four seed. I think that that's probably they, – they could go as low as the six seed, I think, but I think four seed's probably fair. Um, the third seed, I have the Miami Heat. I think the pickup, wow. of, I think the pickup of Kyle Lowry is a lot bigger than people realize. I think that's the one thing they were missing. Um, so I really like that they got you know Lowry, Butler, Duncan Robinson, uh, Bam Adebayo. I, I really like what they got over there. The number two seed, I got the reigning champion Milwaukee Bucks. Um, wait, shit. I went the opposite direction. I said I was going to, huh? I yeah. started out at the eight seed. Yeah, oh, well. you did. I'll do. I'll do the other way for the West. All right. Um, the two seed I have the Milwaukee Bucks. I think that obviously they're. It seems like they're running it back for the most part. Um, I think Giannis is going to come back even better, which is absolutely terrifying for the rest of the league. And then in the one seed, I got the Nets. Even without Kyrie Irving, I think they're the best team. I think Kevin Durant and James Harden is just too much for any team in that conference to handle. Um, the only thing that could hinder them from getting the one seed is you know Durant or Harden either getting hurt or taking a bunch of games off. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. A couple of teams that I have, like, on the fringe of making the playoffs. I think the Hornets are really close. I don't think they're there yet, but I do think that they're going in the right direction. Um, and then the Wizards. I mean, you got Bradley Beal. That's about all you got. So, yeah, I mean, that's 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 what I got from Not the Kuz? East. Not Kuz? Not Harrell? Not Montrez? They, How about they this? Got some guys. Would you rather have Montrez or Marquez Valdez? <laughs> I'd rather have a Big Mac. Bro, <laughs> that Montrez, man, all day. So your first seed is the Nets. Yes. Okay. Your two seeds, the Bucks. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna start at eight. Okay. My list is a lot different than yours. Okay. A lot different. Maybe not that many different teams. Did you say the Hawks? I did. I had, the, I had them at five. Okay. Eighth seed, I got the Knicks. Randall is still there. I don't think he is as good. I don't think that team is as good. Um, as last year, personally, I don't have really any big reason why. I feel like it was just one of those unicorn kind of years. Knicks at eight. It's a really tough conference this year. It's yeah. a, now that I look at who's in there and I think of the players. And Knicks are good, but they're not elite. I mean, they got beaten five games by Trey Young. Yeah. And he fucking owns Madison Square Garden as we speak. So yes, sir. I got the Knicks at eight. Six, or uh, sorry, seven, I got the 76ers. The Ben Simmons thing is going to be a distraction, and it's going to be a distraction for a while. And they got to get rid of him now. Yeah, and I don't believe in Doc Rivers that much. No. I'm not a big Doc Rivers guy. Embiid, I know he was an MVP candidate last year. He's bound to get hurt once a year. That's going to knock them out. Who the fuck else do they got over there besides Tobias Simmons Harris. and Embiid? Huh? Tobias Harris. 
Okay. What are you doing? Tyrese what are you Maxi. Doing? What they do in Game Seven? I don't know. I didn't watch Game Seven. A Hawks Sixers? No, I think I was at work. I thought you did. I don't think so. Okay. That's fine. Sixers, I think Embiid gets hurt at some point. I don't believe in Rivers that much, and that team ain't all that good outside of basically Simmons and Embiid. And whoever they get back for Simmons is going to depend on what happens. People think a Kyrie for Simmons trade helps. I mean, my stance will change if they get Kyrie, but then again, you got to develop chemistry. It's a long season. We'll see what happens. I think that Sixers are good enough to make the playoffs. I got them at the seventh seed. Six, I got, I got the Boston Celtics. They're good. Brown and Tatum, you can't count them out. I don't think they're elite. I don't even think they're a top four duo in the in the East. Fuck the West. I don't even think they're a top four duo in the East. Jalen Brown, uh, Kemba's not there anymore, right? No, he's in New York. Knicks. New York. Yeah, yeah. So he's on the Knicks. Kemba's going to be good on the Knicks. But as far as the Celtics go, man, I, I don't know. It's a new coach. Who is it? Rick Carlisle? No, I don't know who their new coach is. Where'd Carlisle Rick Carlisle went to Indiana. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Larry yeah. Bird. The Larry Bird hookup. Um, but, yeah, Brad Stevens is now the GM. A lot of moving parts. Danny Ainge left after last year. We'll see what happens. I got to see what the new coach is like, and their team's not as good as they have been in years past. Is Marcus Smart still around? I think he is. I think yeah. he's still on the Celtics. Yeah. So they still got their big three there, but we'll see what happens. This is a really tough conference this year. Celtics at number six. Five, I have the Heat. I agree. Lowry's a big pickup. Um, you're going to love this. Another guy that I'm pretty sure went vegan, and now he's in the second act of his career, just like Chris Paul. Oh, cool. Some fuck. <laughs> What? Just you. <laughs> you and the, just hating the vegans, man. I don't know. I just, do. You always get some sort of attitude or some sort of low comment or something like that. What's your beef with vegans, man? Nothing, no pun. Dude, nothing. You got to beef with the vegans. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Nothing. Always talking about eating grass and eating Impossible Whoppers. There is a nice field of grass out there. But There's what, Tiger Fields right over there. It's got nice grass. They trim it every day. But what? what's your deal with vegans? Nothing. I'm just why, saying why there's like a nice vegans? field of grass. Is it because it doesn't make sense to you? No, it makes sense. Would you ever go vegan? No. <laughs> you wouldn't drink goat milk? No. You rather have goat milk? 2%. Yuck. 2%. You ever know what they put in milk? I don't care. It's what? good. Why are we talking about this? Heat at 5, Butler, my guy. There's a Tyler Hero documentary coming out. Did you hear about that shit? Why would they make a Tyler Hero? Because he made one. He made the documentary. Oh yeah, he made a documentary about his offseason. going to flame out in three years. It premiered on YouTube TV tonight or tomorrow. Oh, cool. That's something I ain't going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's about his offseason. He put on 10 pounds of muscle. He looks pretty good. No homo. He, he looks like he got in shape. So, Hero's there. Duncan Robinson, I still like. Bam Adebayo. Mm. Uh, he's a grubber. Kyle Lowry's a big pickup. Oh, I lost my thing. Um, Heat are going to be good, man. I don't think they're an elite team in the East. I still feel like they kind of peaked out with that one season. I think Jay Crowder was actually a bigger part of that 2020 yeah. finals run than people realize. I agree. Uh, look at what happened with the Suns last year. So I like Lowry. He's at the last stage of his career, but maybe the vegan shit will help just like I did with Chris Paul. Cause I thought Chris Paul was done. And then he started eating tempeh and fucking spinach every day. And look at him now. He's doing great. Four seed, the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks are fucking good, man. They're here. John Collins. Yeah, they're here. John Collins, Trey Young, my guy, Kevin Herter. Four years, sixty-five million. What did you think about Steve going off in the group chat about that yesterday? I don't even take. think that's that much money. I think that's what I was saying. I'm like, dude, the max guys get like fifty mil now. Like that's yeah, it's nothing. Not, it's not that bad. I'm like, sixteen is not bad. Yeah, Kevin Hurt and Kevin Herter's not a bad basketball player. He's not. He's a sniper. Yeah, and he plays good D. Yeah. I, um, who's I didn't the have other? What? I didn't have a problem with it. Who's the other white boy over there on Atlanta? Bogdanovich, my guy. That is your bogey. Guy. Is it is that Bogdan or, or Boban? Or, Bogdan or Bogdan Bogdanovich. 
Bogdan 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 Bogdanovich Bogdan Bogdanovich Lord that was a tongue twister so the Hawks are going to be right there that experience last year I think is going to carry over I don't think they make the conference finals again um, the Bucks and Nets saw each other in round two somehow with the seeding and that's how they ended up there but the Hawks are going to have a very good season they are not going to have a better season than the Chicago Bulls I got them at the third seed man the East is not all that great outside of, honestly, once I get past the Celtics, I mean, Sixers and Knicks is kind of fringe. The Magic are in the conference. They're fucking atrocious. The Hornets are there. The Pistons are bad. The Wizards are bad. Cavs. The Cavs. I mean, the Cavs are fucking Raptors are. Raptors, I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know where they're at with anything. The Bulls added Lonzo. They got Vucevic in the trade line last year. They got DeRozan, and they got who else? Caruso. Caruso. Yeah. Man, that team is going to be fun to watch. That's going to be a hell of a team. A lot of energy. I don't know about the defense. Caruso, I know he puts on the crew show, as they say. We're going to miss you in L.A., Caruso. I really do fuck with them. He got arrested for having weed on him at LAX. Thought that was some gangster. No, that's some gangster shit, though. It happens. I think that... That team is going to be able to score 120 a game at ease. They're going to give up 112, 114. Yeah. Don't get sure. me wrong. But they're going to put up 120. That starting lineup is what? Lonzo, I assume Caruso. Or, no, it's going to be Lonzo, Levine, DeRozan. I don't know who their other forward is. And then Vucevic. Vucevic, yeah. That's a hell of a starting lineup. Yeah. That's a, that's a third. That might be. Look, I know Harden and KD are in Brooklyn. There's no more Dinwiddie. There's no more fucking. That would be the second best starting lineup in, in the East if we're keeping a, a fucking bean right about now. We'll see about all that, man. But the Bulls, uh, what's the over-under? 37 wins? This team oh, could win 50 fucking games. So you might have to throw the over on that in Reno. I think I will. Well, <laughs> you can't do that when the season starts, right? Yeah, you can. You can? I think so. Well, I'm putting the over in Reno for sure. Yeah. 37, it might have moved now because they got DeRozan as well. Yeah. 37 wins is not a lot. No. They're they're gonna be better than all these other teams besides the two elite ones yeah. who have two of the best players in basketball because I do think Giannis and KD are one and two. Um, KD's one, Giannis is two. But Brooklyn Nets, two seed. I think if Kyrie's there, they are the one seed. I'm gonna stop doing that. Uh, I think if Kyrie's there, they are the number one seed. But since he's not, I think that throws off the scoring a little bit because Harden has those weird games where he is what 5 for 23 with 13 points and 10 came at the free at the charity stripe. Yeah. KD's KD's the best player in the fucking world, he's the best player in basketball. Um, and I'm a Laker fan, but man, he's not he's better than LeBron these days. I'm not even going to debate that one. He's probably been better than LeBron for a few years. It's just LeBron was carrying the Cavs, it looked more impressive. KD was in Golden State, blah blah blah. The Nets, second seed, they're going to be right there with the Bucks. I mean, this could be a duke out. The Bucks could win 60 games, but so can the Nets. Yeah. I mean, Steve Nash is there. That organization has not changed much. I think they put the Kyrie thing in the rearview mirror, in my opinion. They're going to start off the season tonight against the Bucks. I think in it's in Milwaukee because they get their rings. I think they start with a loss, but after that, they're going to be just fine. Or they yeah. could blow out the Bucks. They could be like, fuck this team. Just blow them off the floor. We'll see what happens. One seed is the Bucks, man. They're the defending champs. They got a lot of good experience last year going the way they did all the way to the finals and winning it. Giannis is fucking scary good. He had 50 in a closeout game, which is crazy. No distractions. They are quiet as a mouse. It is absolutely insane that no one has talked about them. No one has talked. It's all been Nets and Lakers. No one has talked about the Bucks whatsoever. And no one is really talking about the Suns, which we'll get to here in a minute. But I have the Milwaukee Bucks winning 62 games. 62 and 20 sounds about right. If everyone stays healthy, they're going to be fucking great. You got Giannis, you got Middleton, you got Holiday, you got Lopez, you got. Uh, isn't the other Bogdanovich brother there? No. Who who's the white boy over there that, that shoots? Vincenzo. Yeah. And he was hurt last year. He was. Yeah. So they, they got get him, him coming back. back. Yeah. 
Not saying the Bucks are going to make or win the finals. I'm not saying that. But they will have the number one seed in the East, and they will have home court all throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Let's flip this over to the West, man. You're going to go one to eight. So give me your one to eight and why. Uh, I would say the Lakers at the one seed, but I think you're going to have a lot of games where LeBron and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook are going to have rest games. I mean, for them, I don't really think that one seed matters, honestly. Um, I have So at the one seed, I have the Warriors. I'm really, really high on the Warriors. I think that team is really, really good. You got Steph, Clay will come back soon. You got Wiggins, you got Draymond. Um, Wiseman should be a lot better this year. Still have Kavon Looney, Jordan Poole. Had a great draft, got Kaminga and Moody, two guys who are ready to contribute right now. Um, I really liked what they did in the offseason. I think they really went all in to try and give this thing one more push. Um, so I have them as the one seed. I just think that... Um, it comes down to them and the Lakers, and I think that the Warriors are just going to not rest as many guys uh, as the Lakers will. Um, so at the two seed, I have the Lakers. I could easily see them and the Warriors flopping, but I think the top two is going to be them. Um, I do have the Lakers at the two, just like I said, based purely that I think they're going to rest more. Um, going down to the three seed, I have the Jazz. I actually I don't I don't really think the Jazz are going to be great this year. Um, I think that until Rudy Gobert gets out of town, that team is not going anywhere. What is that? I just think that Rudy Gobert is severely overrated and overpaid. Um, you pay him how much to get 12 points a game? I mean, sure, he plays outstanding defense, but he's scoring 12 points a game and making $35 million. Like, I, that ain't going to cut it. Um, but I have them at the three seed. Donovan Mitchell's incredible. They brought Mike Conley back. Uh, Quinn Snyder is one of the best coaches in the league. Um, so I got them as a three seed. At the four seed, I have the Suns. I think there's a little bit of fall off from last year. Um Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the gang's back. Uh, Monty Williams, we'll see how he is this year. Um, I I think there is a little bit of a fall off, a little bit of a hangover at the beginning of the year, but I think they kind of get it going towards the end of the year. Um, At the fifth seed, I have the Blazers. I think that this is really the last shot for the Blazers. If they can't have a good year and make it to maybe the conference finals, that that they're going to have to tear this thing down because Dame's not going to want to sit around much longer, in my opinion. Um, and they did. They fired Terry Stotts, didn't they? I believe. Uh, I isn't it? Isn't it Chauncey Billups now? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is Chauncey it is. Billups. Um, so it'll be interesting. You know, a lot of people like Chauncey and like thought he'd be a great coach. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, it's yeah, you got. It's a big year for the Blazers. A, a big, 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 big year. Um, six seed. I have the Dallas Mavericks because they have some guy named Luka Doncic who is really, really good. Um, isn't that the guy that the Sacramento passed on? I don't know. It might have been a different draft, but oh. I'm not quite sure. Um, it's a 2018 one. I don't think the surrounding cast for Luka is that good. You have Tim Hardaway. Porzingis is going to play in like five games. Um, <laughs> but I think Luka's, New coach. Luka's that good that he can at least get you into the playoffs. He is that good. Jason Kidd. Right? Is, that, is that the coach? Pretty sure. Okay. Um, that up, make sure we don't sound dumb. He flopped in his first stint as a head coach, didn't he? Yeah. He was the Bucks coach when That's Giannis right. got there. That's right. Um, is he the coach of the Mavs? Let's see. Uh, yeah, he is. Okay. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, that team's Luka. That team runs through Luka, and that yep. team goes as Luka goes. Um, I do think there is a little bit of regression in Luka this year. I don't know why. I just have a weird feeling that because he's been so ridiculous these first three years. But at the same time, the bitching has gone up. The crying has gone up. Oh, God. The, but 
you also have to remember that Luca draws so many fouls on getting those, getting uh, do, doing a pump fake and then drawing someone into the air and then jumping into them. That's not a foul this year. Refs aren't calling that this year. So I think that's going to hurt hurt Luca a little bit. Um, You're a hater. No, I, I, I just I don't think he's going to be as good as he was last year. Um, moving on, seven seed Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant. That team is really young, really good. Um, Jaron Jackson's hurt again. Is he? Think so. I thought he's healthy right now. I don't think so. Oh, look this up. Um, that actually might change things if he's not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is he hurt? I thought he was healthy. He got a big old fucking extension. He got a big extension. Yeah. He celebrated with hugs and shit. Well, is he is he hurt or no? Uh, no, I I don't think so. Never mind. I'm just talking on my ass. Four years, hundred five million dollars. You want to know something funny? Hmm. He's played in eight more games than Marvin Bagley. And they gave same him, draft. They were in the same draft, yeah. Okay. They, he's played eight more games than Marvin Bagley. Really? Yeah. That's wild. And they gave him that much money. That's over. Tw- that's like well, that's got to be close to thirty a year. That's uh, twenty six million a year. Twenty six. Okay. Yeah, twenty six is some change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got the Grizzlies at the seventh seed. I think John Morant is really, really good. They've done a really good job building around him. I think Dylan Brooks is going to explode this year. I think he's going to have a huge year. Looked really good towards the end of last year. Um, and then the eighth seed. You know who I got. No shot. There's no fucking shot. Oh, yeah. The Kings make the eight. No, there isn't. I got the Sacramento Kings, led by De'Aaron Fox. I think they are going to have a really, really, really good year. I think that they did a really good job building that team in the offseason. The team is really, really well balanced, and I think it's good enough to get them into the playoffs. Why are you looking at me like that? Thoughts? You missed about fucking three or four teams that are going to be there. You didn't say Denver. Denver ain't going to be there. You didn't say fucking Clippers. They ain't going to be there. Who else did you not say? Okay, these are the teams. The that... Nuggets aren't going to be there? Jamal Murray ain't healthy. He ain't coming back anytime soon. They got Joker. Jokic doesn't look good. Have you seen him? What do you mean? He look, lost look more up, weight. Look up a picture of him in a, in a preseason Lord. game. He don't look good. He doesn't ever look good. <laughs> he looks worse than he usually does. He looks like Pablo Sandoval. I think Jokic is taking a step back this year because, and then they're counting on Michael Porter Jr. to be their number two. Michael Porter Jr. ain't no number two guy. Dude, what are you talking about? I seen a picture on the internet that was not promising. Five days ago, he had 22, 12, and five assists in the last fucking, dude, what no, are you talking I'm about? I'm saying he's not going to play at an MVP level. I'm not saying he's not going to be good. He's not going to play like he did as MVP last year. I'm pretty sure this motherfucker bulked up. I don't know what you're saying. I, I just, I don't see it again for him. I, okay. I really don't. Um, Jamal Murray, he ain't coming back anytime soon from what I've heard. Michael Porter Jr. ain't a number two guy. Aaron Gordon, where the fuck, where, what happened to him? Yeah, right. They gave, oh, him, God. they gave him $15 million a year to stick around for what? Um, I just don't think the team's that great, honestly. Um, the clip, I, I just, the Clippers, Kawhi's not there. All there is is Paul George. There's Paul George and Luke Kennard. That is all there is. Luke Kennard. I think that dude. I think the Kings honestly are getting the eight seed. I wholeheartedly believe that. I'm glad that you believe in your team. The team is well balanced. Yeah, I I, I do think so. Okay, so I'm going eight to one here. Eight seed. I got Clippers, and that's because Paul George. I am not a huge fan of him in the clutch. I think he did some growing last year in the playoffs. I think he did. 
and had some clutch moments in the playoffs, especially against the Jazz. I think in Game 5, they had to go to Utah down, what, 3-1 to one or tied at 2-2. Two, two. Single-handedly fucking recovered that team. Kawhi not being around, I think it's actually a good thing. I think he's a fucking distraction. The... Excuse me, the team bus doesn't leave until Kawhi gets there. Kawhi dictates when the plane leaves. You have to wait for him to come from San Diego to L.A., which I've done that drive at 4 a.m. It's still a two-hour drive. In traffic, that's a four or five-hour drive. I gotta wait for you? How about you fucking just fly here in a helicopter? Don't you make $200 million a year? Ty Lue, I still like him as a coach. Um, Clippers are the eight seed, man. I, I don't I don't see them taking a humongous step back without Kawhi. I, what? I was just oh, I thought you were going to say no. so. Um, uh, I just, I, I don't see it. I know they lost Pat Bev, but so what? He's 35. Now they have someone who takes cheap shots on everybody. Great. Luke Kennard, really? It's the second best player? There's got to be someone else there that's good. Name one. I'm trying. Help me out. <laughs> that's, that's all I can think of. <laughs> I feel like we're missing somebody, but that's okay. Seven seed, I have Blazers. It's because Dame Lillard, man. I'm not counting out Dame to miss the playoffs. I got Dame and CJ in there. Billups is the new head coach. I know there was some controversy this offseason with Billups getting um, the head coaching job and then some allegations from like 25 years ago came out with some lady. I know nothing about it, so I'm not getting into it. But I, I'm not counting out Dame. It's really as simple no, as yeah, that. CJ, 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 but I'm not counting out Dame. He's one of the best players in basketball. And when that team needs him most, man, he shows up. His teammate good enough to do the whole playoff thing, you know, to advance very far in the playoffs, but I got the Blazers. Sixty, they got the Nuggets. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. They have Nikola Joker. I know Aaron Gordon took a step back. They have Michael Porter Jr., who I like. They're going to get Jamal Murray back in, what, January? Something like that, maybe All-Star break? They're still going to have him for a couple months out of the season. I don't think he's going to be dog shit when he comes back. I still like Michael Malone. Just the fact that you would disrespect Michael Malone like that. I miss you, Michael Malone. Lord have fucking mercy. And plus, you, you got to go to Denver to play them. That's an advantage. It's the same way it is with the Broncos, usually. But they got to come to Sacramento. And do what? I'll go to Sacramento today. Face what? The crowd. There is no crowd. Dude, stop. Don't do that. There's no crowd. Don't do that. Where's the crowd? At Golden 1 Center, baby. No, there isn't. It took me 20 minutes to get in the game the one time I went. Both times I went. Ain't no damn crowd. Out of your damn mind thinking the Nuggets ain't going to make the damn playoffs over the Kings. Yeah, be a shame, boy. Nuggets is six. Five seed Mavs. His name is Luka Doncic. It's as simple as that. Jason Kidd, I'm not big on the hire. Jason Kidd's there because he won a ring with them. Mark Cuban likes him. And he's a, you know, class act, I guess. Um, Luca Don, what? What's up? What happened? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you when we take a break. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, the Mavericks, man, I like Luca. I think he takes another step forward. Another thing, here's why I think he takes a step forward, not a step back. He played in the Olympics, and I don't put much stock into losing in the Olympics, but tell me a guy who played in the Olympics and then the season after, the summer he played in it, Came back a lot worse. Tell me, give me any player. Charles Barkley on the Dream Team had a hell of a summer, made the finals that next year. The only year he ever made the finals. Kobe, the year after he lost to the Celtics and went to the Olympics, won two rings the summer after. LeBron, 2012, won the MVP, won the finals MVP. The year after that, the Heat pull off 27 games in a row, and they win against the Spurs. I mean, 2016, Kevin Durant, he goes... And plays in the Olympics, joins Golden State, wins two titles. So show me a guy who, and I know Luka is a Slovenian, he's not American, but show me a guy who's played in the Olympics and took a step back the season after. These guys take step forwards. I think it's a big deal to do the Olympic thing. I think it's actually pretty underrated as well in basketball. Luka, they're going to be super good, but that West is stacked. I got them at the five seed. I'm going to go five. Four, I got the Jazz. Jazz are good, dude. Jazz got a roster. They got Gobert. They got Mitchell, most underrated player in basketball, most underrated sports card in the sports card market, in my opinion. That guy is a superstar, man. 
Um, they also have uh, Mike Conley, who I hope is healthy this season. I, yeah. like you said Quinn Snyder's a great coach. I agree. That fan base is a little eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't bring up that little fan base. They're a little eh. But that's okay. Jazz are going to be super good, dude. I don't think they're going to take any step back. Are they an elite team? No. Are they going to make it past the second round? No. But they're going to be right there in the mix like they always are. The Jazz are always hanging around. They're always good. Whether it's Darren Williams, whether it's Donovan Mitchell, whether it's John Stockton yeah, and Malone. Always. They're always hanging. Three, I got my team. I have the Lakers. The Lakers are going to have a lot of chemistry issues to deal with. Tonight, I can see them easily winning the game. I can see them easily getting blown out by 25 on their home floor. There's going to be a lot of shit to work out with all these moving parts. Man, they got Melo. They got fucking Kendrick Nunn. They got uh, uh, Malik Monk. They got Westbrook. They got AD. They got LeBron. They got a lot of shit, man. They got a lot of moving parts, a lot of players. This is a lot of stuff for Frankie V to figure out. They got rid of that trash can Kuzma. They got rid of the guys they had to get rid of. But it's going to take a while, man. This isn't going to be something that just happens and they pull off, you know, 20 in a row in the first month of the season. The Lakers are going to look bad the first month or two. And the sky is going to be falling. And everyone's going to be like, I told you so. I was going to be like, how are your Lakers? How are your Blakers? I already know what's going to happen, man. I already know. I'm a fortune teller. But I think we end up being fine. We're going to not only have the bad stretch in November and December, we're going to have a great stretch after our Grammy trip. Because that's when it always happens. The Grammy trip, we kind of stumble and mumble. You're on the road for two and a half straight weeks. You can't be in Staples Center. February and whatnot, after the All-Star break, they're going to regroup. You know, LeBron's going to go to this GM shit with Rich Paul. He's going to trade some guys, get some guys out of there they don't need. And I think they're going to be okay. Lakers are going to be the three seed. Not enough wins to get one or two, that's for sure. But I can see them hanging around at three. I expect 49 to 54 wins. I think right around there is fine. They're going to lose. They're going to be 500 the first two months. But after that, they're going to be just fine. Two seed, they got the Suns. Suns, I think, are not going to have a hangover. They're going to be hungry. They know they fucked up. They know that they were basically one Drew Holiday steal and Al Loop to Giannis away from going up 3-2. And then who knows what happens after that. The Suns are still right there, man. Nothing's different about that roster. I think eight not getting the ex- extension is not going to be that big of a deal. Miles Bridges getting $20 million a year is a little excessive. Yeah. But it is what it is. Chris Paul got a max. Devin Booker's on a max. As long as Paul and Booker are there together and they have Monty Williams, they're going to be just fine. Are they the best team out West? No. But they have that playoff experience now. Booker took that step. Chris Paul took that step finally. Jesus Christ. He's still vegan last time I checked. Still eating that tempeh. Still eating that spinach. Still drinking that kale. And you know what, Al? It has worked out for him. And i got to give that to him. It has worked out for him for three years now. Two enjoy years the grass. Now. What? I said enjoy the grass. Why do you hate vegans? Enjoy the grass. Al, just say it. I don't. I don't it's like the sex I thing. Just tell me. I'll leave it alone. Why do you not? Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. There's no Steve here, so i got to keep talking. One seed, I agree, man. I got the Warriors. I do. I agree with you. The Warriors are going to be damn good. Clay's going to come back January or February, sometime like that. But the Warriors, I love the roster as well. Wiggins being there helps. Yeah. Draymond, I don't know what to expect from him because he, he's the backpack kid. Just be, just be Draymond. Just be – you don't got to shoot threes, bro. No. And, I mean, he was on the shop with Mav Carter and Kid Cudi and Brady and all them earlier this summer saying, you know, why would I shoot threes when I have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and, and for a while Kevin Durant. And, I mean, that's a fair fucking point. Why would I shoot threes? So, Draymond, don't shoot. Just pass the ball. But don't be afraid to shoot. Yeah. Okay? You don't have to shoot, but don't be afraid. You know, and that, just don't get in your own head. I think it's going to be just fine. Steve Kerr is still there. Bob Myers is still there. New arena. They're going to finally have fans in the stands. This is the first time they're going to have fans in the stands. 
uh, fully, and the team's going to be good since they open the new arena. The Warriors are going to be damn good, man. They could easily pull off 55 wins. I want to see what Clay looks like. I could change his opinion come January or the All-Star break, just depending on where the team's at. But, man, that's a bad man over there that wears number 30. That's a bad man. He was very bad man. He had the second best year of his career last year. Yeah, that's a bad man. His season last year was better than his first MVP campaign. And it's not even close. Yeah. How many years in a row has Curry hit 400 threes when he's played 50 or more games? I think four now? Three seasons? He was with KD one of those years. Steph Curry's fucking nuts, man. Steph Curry is a fucking, he's a legend. And you should get respected as such. So I got the Warriors in the one seed, Suns in the two, Lakers in the three, Jazz in the four, Mavs in the five, Nuggets at the six, Blazers at the seven, Clippers at the eight. Anything else on the standings before we take our first break? Nah. We're going to take a break real quick, and when we come back, we're going to discuss our picks for Coach of the Year, Sixth Man, and teams with the most to prove and the most to lose. All right, and we are back. So, we are going to talk about the teams with the most to prove and the teams with the most to lose, but we're going to pick one from each conference. Al, I'm going to start with you, man. Who is the team with the most to prove out of the East and the West this season? For me, the most to prove, I'm going to go with the Heat. I think that... The acquisition of Lowry kind of really puts things in. You've had Eric Spolster there for a really long time. Um, it's I, I think it's go time for them. They spent a lot of money on Butler, Lowry, Adebayo. Duncan Robinson got paid. Um, Heroes I, documentaries coming out. I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, in the East, I'm going to say most approved. Probably the Heat, in my opinion. Um most to lose. I don't know if this is a surprise or not in the East, but I'm going to go with the Celtics. This could very easily go very, very, very sideways for them. Besides Brown and Tatum, I mean, I, I can't tell you who they have on their team, honestly. Marcus Smart. And Marcus. Okay, well, and Marcus Smart. But it could Daniel very... Tice? Just saying. I don't even know if he's there still. I was going to say, I don't even know if he's there. But <laughs> that could very easily turn into them getting the 8th the, the seed. Like, it could very easily go south in Boston. So, for me, the most to lose in the East is definitely the Celtics. Okay. Team with the most approved. Uh, get the West. Uh, give me out of the West. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the West, most approved. I'm going to go with the Nuggets, even though I just shit all over them. Um, most big, approved? Yeah. I think, if I mean, if they don't have a good year, I think it's, it's going to really start looking ugly over in the uh, Mile High City, if you will. Um because it's, I don't know, it's really easy to say the Lakers. Like, that's the easiest team to say. But I think the Nuggets also have a lot to prove. Um, as far as the team with the most to lose, I think it's pretty obvious. I think it's the Blazers. I mean, if they have a bad year, that, that they're going to be the 15th seed for the next 10 years. So, I don't know, that's, that's my <laughs> opinion. 10 years. All right, so we'll start with the East, man. Team with the most to prove, I think, is the Bulls. You have a lot of expectations. You have a lot of new players. You have a lot of new guys in the building. And this is where, I mean, they're hoping to get back to the Derrick Rose days when he was yeah. still there and winning the MVPs. And, you know, they're never going to get back to the Jordan days. I mean, that was just, I mean, come on, man. You cannot tear down something like that. But they want to get back to the days of making the conference finals, the Eastern semi-conference finals. I think they can easily do that with this team. Um, I think they have the most approved for sure. The team with the most to lose is the Nets. They have Kyrie to lose. They have Harden to lose. He's only signed through this year, I'm pretty sure. Maybe this year and next, something like that. He's not signed very long. Uh, KD, I'm sure he has an opt-out somewhere. I mean, this team has got to win a title. You assemble this team to win a title. Not to make the finals, not to make the conference finals, not to lose to the Bucs in Game 7 with Durant's toe on the line. You assemble this team and Steve Nash and all these guys, too, and you move to Brooklyn from New Jersey to win the title. 
You have a new arena, kind of new arena, not really anymore, but still one of the new arenas in basketball, and it's never been, there's never been confetti dropped. There's yeah. never been a celebration. There's never been a trophy presentation there. So it's about time that you go ahead and do that if you're the Brooklyn Nets. they got the most to lose out of the East, in my opinion. Nine, no questions asked. Team with most to prove out West, man, the Blazers. I understand your point of most to lose. They have the most to prove, in my opinion, because they got to prove to Dame Lillard and their fan base, we are trying to win. We're not trying to be controversial with the Billups higher. We're not trying to just be middle of the pack, no man's land. Because if there's a no man's land team in the league, it's Portland. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? We're not good enough to contend, but we're not bad enough to get good draft picks. So yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. Um, Blazers, yeah, dude, it's it's prove it or lose a time, basically. I mean, that, that's how I put that. It's... You have to. Yeah. Because Dame's been there, I think, 10 years now, 10th season. CJ's been there, 8, 9. Yeah. Billups, first year as coach. You make the coaching change to try and go further in the playoffs, but it's not going to fucking work, man. I got them facing the Suns in round one, and the Suns are going to win. Yeah. So what are we really doing here? They got the most approved. Team with most to lose, it's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. LeBron signed through 2025. I think AD is too. But outside of that, man, I got a cough. <coughs> outside of that, man, are you good? <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Um, the Lakers, dude, the, their team is stacked. They have everyone's on a one-year deal, like always with LeBron, so that's just how that goes. Melo, Dwight Howard, I think Malik Monk, I think Kendrick Nunn, I think all these motherfuckers are there. Um, who else? Do, uh, Rondo. Everyone's on a one-year deal. A lot of these guys were on the team that won the COVID ring, the bubble ring in 2020, so you have that championship experience. But <sighs> look, man. LeBron's got to win one more for that legacy. I know he did one with the Lakers already. I'm fine. I'm content. He has got to pull through one more time if he really wants to be in the Jordan discussion. And he's not in, in the discussion to a lot of people. But, man, if he doesn't get another one and ends with four, he can have the scoring title. He can have all the other different stuff that he wants. It don't fucking matter. No. Lakers have a totally stacked team. They're way through the luxury tax. They got Westbrook. If you can't win with this roster in the West, man, what are you doing? Yeah. What are we even trying to prove here? That's who I got, man. Uh, did I say the East? Yeah, I did the yeah. East first. So that's who I got. Teams with the most to lose. I got Bulls and I got the Blazers. Team with the most to prove. Nets and Lakers. They got, you got to prove it because the Bucks won the title and the Suns made the finals. You got to prove to me that you're still the Kang. You're still LeBron. You know what I mean? You got to prove. Huh? The Kangs? The Kang. Kings? No. Oh, okay. The king. Okay. The king. I thought you said, the king. crown. I thought you said no. kings. I'm talking about the kings ever. Don't even worry about it. Coach of the year, man. Who's going to win coach of the year and why? Give are it to we doing? Are we doing like one for each conference or? Well, they only pick one, right? Oh, they do. Right? Then Thibodeau win it oh, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, can me, you can give me each conference if you want, but who's going to win the coach of the year and why? Steve Kerr. Wow. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I think the Warriors are going to go right back up to the top, and I think. I mean, while the the roster is obviously really good, they have underperf they did underperform last year, um, and I don't know. I just I, I think that usually the coach that gets that is like a team that finishes in a surprise spot, and I I think the people think the Warriors are going to make the playoffs, but I don't know if people think they're going to be the one seed. And if they end up being the one seed, I think it's going to be Steve Kerr. Okay, all right. I have and I hate this pick. I got Billy Donovan. Is that Chicago? Yeah, I thought they fired him. No, Billy. No, the Thunder did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thunder, okay. Thunder fired him. That's right. I got Billy Donovan, and I'm not a Billy Donovan fan. I don't think he was that great in college. I don't know if he's that good in the pros. But 
If this team can do a two seed, a three seed, do a number on some of the teams in the East, win 50 games, dude, they're going to be good. Yeah. They're going to be super good. And that's going to – look at Thibodeau in New York, man. They did a turnaround. They have Julius Randle, who's their superstar. It's a big market, and they're thing that helps them out in the Coach of the Year discussion. Yeah. I think we expect Steve Kerr and Frank Vogel and Steve Nash and all these guys to have good teams. We don't expect the Bulls to do much. On paper, maybe, but people don't expect them to win 50 games, 55 games. We'll see what happens, man. I got Billy Donovan as the Coach of the Year pick. Six man of the year. Who you got? Uh, so I'll go for the. <coughs> I'm gonna go with um, one of your guys. Oh really? One of your guys. I'm gonna go with Malik Monk. I think Malik Monk's gonna have a huge year with the Lakers. I think that's the best possible spot for him. He showed a lot of flashes in Charlotte, but they would not let him out of the doghouse for whatever reason. Um, I, I think Malik Monk is gonna have a huge, huge year over at uh, the Staples. The Staples Center, yeah. The center. Of it's the not, basketball. It's not, it's not the garden, but, you know. That's eh, better. Nah. And the garden's been around for 100 years. It's more iconic. That's it. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Staples Center. Yeah. 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 Why do you hate the, uh, the Lakers so much? Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> okay, sixth man of the year. Let's get serious again. I agree. He was my pick, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a Laker fan. No, I know. We I got just, Malik Monk. I, I didn't, I did not this motherfucker was a starter in Charlotte. Who the fuck else am I supposed to pick? Alonzo? I'm not picking. No, he's going to start anyway, yeah, but who, start. who am I supposed to pick, man? I think Malik Monk is going to be great. He's going to average 15 points off the bench. He's going to be the guy that doesn't make the starting lineup, but... Plays he, in the crunch time. Yeah, and he's going to be the guy that comes in four minutes into the first quarter and give energy to that first unit and help them push through until LeBron gets us a break and AD and Westbrook. He'll break up the monotony, I hope, of Westbrook just shooting away because that's going to be an issue as well at first. And he could be someone that we lean on when one of those three does get hurt, because one of those three is going to get hurt. It could be street clothes. It could be LeBron. We'll see what happens. Westbrook's a fucking Iron Man. I don't think he's going to get hurt. But we'll see what happens with all that. Sixth man of the year, we both agree. Malik Monk, LA Lakers. Rookie of the year picks. Cade Cunningham's in the conversation. Jalen Green, is that his name? Yeah. Who is rookie of the year to you and why? I'm going to go Moses Moody, uh, Golden State. The guy was uh, arguably the most ready to... um, contribute as far as forwards go in the draft. Um, he was actually I wanted the Kings to draft really, really bad. Um, I think he's going to come in and after a little bit of time, probably I think he's going to crack the Warriors starting lineup. I don't know who's going to get knocked out, but I think Moody's got a good chance to make a really big impact on a really good team. Um, and I don't think you see rookies make big impacts on really good teams that often because most of the, the good rookies go to Detroit, Orlando, those type of places. Um, yeah, so I, I really like Moses Moody, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has a really, really good rookie year. I know I know Cade Cunningham's the easy choice, but... This guy didn't go to a huge market, but I think he's going to have a humongous impact. I think he's going to help bring that team out of uh, purgatory. Is that the word? I think he's going to help that team, like a snake, fl- get rid of its old skin, help it get to the new stuff. His name is Davion Mitchell. Oh, okay. I think he's a dog. I could go for that. I love dogs. I think he's a fucking pit bull. I got a pit. I got two pits. He's a fucking pit bull dog. Yeah. He's nice until you piss him off, until you threaten him. And then, man, is it on like Donkey Kong, man. This motherfucker is tough. He's going to bring the backbone of the Kings. If the Kings do end up making the playoffs like you think they will, I think he's going to be one of the main reasons why. They need some defense. And is he small forward? Uh, or is he, he a fucking guard? He's a guard. Dude, why do they keep drafting guards, bro? They want to do three-guard lineups. 
I guess that's where the league is going, but you got De'Aaron, you got Tyrese, and you got this guy, Davion Mitchell. This team could be a little scary. I mean, if they could put it all together, Luke Walton, I still don't believe in him. I don't know why he's still around somehow, some way. But I think Davion Mitchell's going to be right there. And uh, Moses Moody, is that his name? Moody, just Moody. Moses Moody? Yeah. He's a good pick. Cunningham, I, I didn't watch him. I'm not high. I, I'm not high on a lot of these guys, to be honest with you. Well, I think it's just hard to get. I don't know. It's it's easy to go to a place like Detroit and score 17 points a game because they're also going to score. Yeah, much. Jeremy Mason, Grant, Mason like. Plumley, like dude, stop. <laughs> Mason Plumley, his name is Davion Mitchell. That's all I got. Rookie of the year. Did that surprise you? That at did all? surprise me. That, really? That surprised me a lot. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't pick him. You don't want to be a homer, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Let's go to some the the heavy hitter picks, mm. the picks that everyone's waiting for, the juicy picks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who is the most valuable player in the National Basketball Association for 2021 and 2022? Am I going first? Of course. For the I, third time. Guest. For the third time. Oh Lord. But I think it's this would be his third one. Probably. Giannis. No. Yeah. His name is Stephen Curry. Oh, Lord. Okay. All-time great year. That's all I'm going to say. What do you mean that's all you're going to – no, you got to you got to give evidence. You can't just all-time say – All-time great all, year. But how? Why is it going to be an Scoring. all-time great year for him? Is he going to hit 500 threes? All-time great year. Ow, you got to give more analysis than that. He's going to be the best player on the best team in the league. He's going to have – Best team in the league? I got him as the best team in the league. Okay. I think it's going to be Steph, and I think he's going to run away with it. I think he's going to be better than he was in his unanimous season. That's bold. Are you I, serious? I think he's going to be that good. Yes. I think he's going to be, gonna be better good. than he was last year. I think he's going to be. And, you and know I love Steph. I, I think he is. Okay. That, that, that's your opinion. That's your take. He hasn't won it in a long time now. Long time. I'm not going where you think I'm going. Oh, I know where you're going. It's No, you don't. It's been a little while. He's deserved more. KD okay. is going to win his second That's where I thought you MVP were award. That's where I thought you were going. I was not saying LeBron. Okay. No, I... I Stop. <laughs> Stop. I got KD, man, because that... We're going to realize just how great this guy is when Harden goes down and or scores 13 points and 10 come from the fucking charity stripe and no Kyrie Irving. He put the team on his back in the playoffs, scored 50 twice in the last three games, I think, in the Bucks series. He's still the best player on the fucking planet, dude. I'd say Giannis, but we expect greatness from Giannis now. I don't know if we expect that high a level of greatness from Kevin Durant anymore. He hasn't gotten one in 2000, or since 2014. Everyone gave him shit for the Golden State thing. He was never going to get one there, no questions asked. But now it's time. He's in New York, the biggest basketball market in the world. He plays in Brooklyn. And, yeah, man. I just I see it happening. I think that team's gonna be super good. Either the one or the two seed. I have him at the two seed as of right now. But if he can prove that he can do it without Kyrie, and then if Harden goes down and he's just carrying that team all by his lonesome, it's Kevin Durant. I think we forgive him for the Golden State thing. I think that coming off the Achilles injury, it's gonna be super impressive. And he's a dog, dude. I mean, he's he's a baller, man. Yeah, he is. I got KD. You have Steph. I have KD. That's ironic how that goes. One last thing before we get out of here, man. Let's give a couple minutes of analysis, if, if you can come up with some material for it. Uh-huh. NBA Finals. It's back in June. It's not in October. It's not in fucking July. It's back in its normal fucking place where it should be for the first time in three seasons since Raptors Warriors. It'll be in June 2022. 
Who is making the NBA Finals? Who's going to win the NBA Finals? And why? Okay, so we're going to go to Sacramento, and we're going to go to... Okay. It pains me to say. Hmm. The Los Angeles Lakers. Against who? The Brooklyn Nets. Why is that? Um, is it because Mellow? Superstar power. That's basically all it is. That's your analysis? <laughs> I think, well, I just think by far, I, the Nets, I think, if they stay healthy, are the best team in the East. The Bucks are really good, but I just, Durant almost beat him by himself last year. Like, it, as, long, as long as he has Harden, he, they, they should be able to handle the Bucks. Um, for the Lakers, I I just think that the the Warriors don't have enough defense to keep up with the Lakers. There's no one to guard Anthony Davis. There's no one to guard LeBron. Um, ain't no way Steph's guarding Westbrook. You know oh, how God, no. how effective is Clay going to be on defense? Right. Um, there's there's a lot of questions there. So I have the Lakers and the Nets, and I have uh, Nets and six. Wait, I said the Lakers are going to win the title. No, I just said they're in the oh. in the in the finals. Oh, okay. You have Nets and Six Nets and over six. the Lakers yes. in the NBA Finals. Yes. Okay. I am going to go. It's hard to pick against the Bucks. Feels a little, a little fluky, a little bit. Uh, they're a great team, great coach, but it feels a little fluky that they won the finals last year. Because of the layoffs between the team. I mean, look at the Lakers and Heat. They didn't do shit because they made the finals and had to come back in two months. I'm going my team in the West. So that's not, I mean, no questions asked. I think we have more experience. I think we have more depth. I think that we have, look, fuck the defense. If I could put up 130, have fun. The only thing that can get close to that is going to be the uh, the Nets, the Warriors. Yeah. And even then, Warriors aren't going to put up 140 a fucking game, 130 a game. The Suns, I respect them. But, man, we're coming back for our revenge, and we're going to get our revenge hard. Hard. It's not even going to be no questions asked. Lakers are going to be in the finals. I'm going to go Nets. Everyone's saying Lakers, Nets. But this is the NBA is very predictable, man. It's not like the NFL where you usually get it wrong. You got Chiefs, Bucks, because that was crazy. Also the COVID year. But it's going to be Lakers, Nets. It's super predictable. The final four is going to be probably Lakers, Warriors, and Nets, Bucks. That's going to be two great series. That's what kicks off the season. It's going to yeah. be awesome. But Which starts in about... 15 minutes? Yeah, it does. It. No, 4.30. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, 4.30. Um, but, look, man, I'm going for my team. I think we have better players. I think that KD's better than LeBron, but we have more superstars. We have more depth. I think we may be better coached. Our coach has won a title. Steve Nash hasn't. Steve Nash has never won anything. And I respect Steve Nash, but what has he ever won? Fair. So, he never even made it in the NBA Finals. Who has the experience on that team besides KD? That's my question. How about that? Harden's never made the finals. Steve Nash never made the finals. How many guys have made the finals on the Lakers? LeBron, AD, Dwight, Rondo. Rondo's won two rings. Rondo. I'm just saying. No, I know. The experience helps. I know. I got Lakers and Nets. I'm going to go Lakers. I'm going to say six. I, I Maybe seven. Without Kyrie there, I don't know. I'd say Nets if Kyrie was there. I, I got Lakers in six. I, maybe I'll change it to seven. It doesn't matter at that point. I got Lakers no matter what, man. And it's part homer, but part because on paper the best roster is there. It's going to take a while to figure it out, but boy, once they figure it out, you boys are in trouble in the league. You boys are in trouble. Ain't We're no scared. One. Huh? We're scared. Are you? You're not scared. You're fine. You're not trembling. You're not sweating. No. Yeah, you're, you're nice and cool and dry. Lakers Nets, man. Go Lakers.
Go Nets. Anything else? No. What's going on with your phone? The fantasy football group chat is coming alive. I know. Lord it usually mercy. comes alive this time of day. It yeah, doesn't really. Everyone's like off work and shit. And yeah, everyone's like, yeah, time to, <laughs> time to wreak some havoc here. Time to piss off Blake. <laughs> oh, yep, that's what they're doing. Is it really? Yeah. No, they're not. You're trying to even end this shit. We're at the end anyway, so it is what it is. Anything you want to say to the to the listeners, to the fans after we're out of here? Uh, no. Let's. I'm dude. I'm so excited for the NBA. I. This is the it best. sounds like we're kind of down and out, but we're not. It's just yeah. our second part of the day. Yeah, it's I'm tired. But um, no, the NBA, this is the best time of the year when you got football, right? Smack dab in the middle. You got, I mean. The World Series. The World Series are getting ready to come up. Hockey. Fuck, fuck the Dodgers. Um, basketball starting. I mean, this is this is the best sports time of the year. It's yeah. not hot as October. shit outside. It's, not, it's starting to rain. October. Th- this is sure. my time of year. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be at Golden One Center Friday for King's Home Opener. I'm yeah. so excited. So excited. Have fun. Hey, man, first, we'll be there in January. First time back in the building, you know, after everything, fans, full capacity. It's, it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're happy to go. Uh, I'm happy that you have found the kings in your life. Yeah. They found me. <laughs> oh, God. They found you on the street? Yeah, they found me on the street. You had a sign? Yeah. They fed you? They clothed you? <laughs> go Lakers, man. Go Kings. I- I'm excited. It's going to be a fun year. And we're going to leave it at that, man. If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening very much. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I will see you guys later. Have a good one.